Welcome to episode 51 of Insects for Fun, the podcast where every Tuesday we take a look into the crazy world of entomology. This week, we're looking at a really cute and painful insect known as a cow killer, or velvet ant. Apologies if this episode comes out a little late. I don't think I can finish editing and doing everything in time, as I am very busy currently away from home. And uh, I also happened to get sick with a cold, and if getting sick at inconvenient times was a superpower, it would probably be mine. But let's get on with the episode. Velvet ants are actually wasps, belonging to the family Mutilidae. But the females don't have any wings, which is why people refer to them as ants. The reality though is that ants actually belong to the same order as wasps, and they aren't exactly far from each other genetically speaking. The family Mutilidae is home to around 8,000 species, and they have very dense velvety hairs. In most cases, this hair is a bright orange, red, or even yellow color, but some species are also all black. The bright colors often displayed on these insects is referred to as aposomatic coloring which is a warning to predators that they are not worth eating. The wasps can be found worldwide, with 400 species in the southern Midwest of the United States alone. The United States species actually make up one of the largest networks of Mullerian mimicry, which is when different poisonous or venomous species copy each other's colors creating a greater defense against predators. Velvet ants, like all other Hymenoptera, go through complete metamorphosis and have to go through a larval and pupal stage before becoming a wasp. And we briefly mentioned them in last week's episode about cicada killers. Turns out, the females actually seek out nests of other ground-dwelling wasps, like our friends the cicada killers, and then drop an egg by the larvae of that other wasp. This larva then feeds on and kills the other wasp larva or pupa in an act called ectoparasitism. Ecto refers to the fact that this all occurs outside the body, and parasitism refers to the act of using different insects as a food source resulting in their death. The most famous velvet ant, often called the cow killer, bites a hole in the cocoon of its host and then lays its egg within which then eats the host pupa and stays protected in the cocoon until it emerges. Cow killers are scientifically known as Dasmutilla occidentalis and are the largest species known so far. They got the nickname cow killer due to their extremely painful sting, which is said to be strong enough to kill a cow. But fortunately for us, this is actually not possible. Well, at least not from a single ant anyway. The pain from one of these wasps is indeed excruciating, with an afterburn lasting up to three hours or so, and it's rated level three on the Schmidt Pain Index, which is out of four by the way, with four being the most painful possible. I've fortunately never experienced it, and I've also never seen one of these in the wild before either, but if you have, you should totally comment about it on the IG or Facebook post. When it comes to aggression, these wasps are actually nothing at all like yellow jackets or hornets. They're solitary, which means they lack a defensive instinct just like our friends the cicada killers. That being said, you are likely to encounter female wasps walking around during the day as they search for holes made by other wasps or food. The adult wasps are not carnivorous, and they feed on nectar just like many other solitary wasps. The lifespan for a velvet ant ranges from months to a year or two depending on the species and location. 
In areas with four seasons, the adults are only around for the warmer months, while the pupae stay safe in the chambers made by other wasps until spring comes. Unlike the cicada killers, these wasps actually have an impressive amount of defensive mechanisms and are not easily preyed upon by other animals. In fact, there is no known animal that specifically hunts for velvet ants. And even in trials testing different predators against them, researchers discovered that they are almost invincible. For starters, the exoskeleton on these wasps are extremely hard, being up to 11 times harder than that of a honeybee, making them very difficult to crush. They also have a habit of making squeaking noises when captured by predators, which in most cases is enough to shock the attacker into releasing them. The squeaking noises are produced by their abdomen, which has a special organ that creates the sound by scraping two plates together. It's actually pretty loud, and I'll play you some audio for it now. Now if these two things weren't enough, the velvet ant can also produce a foul odor when disturbed. And let's not forget about the incredibly painful sting, which by the way comes from one of the longest known stingers which oftentimes is up to half the length of their entire body. That being said, not every velvet ant has a sting worse than that of a honeybee, and some species are actually less painful. But I think it's not worth messing around with one, especially if you don't know what the species is, which in the US seems like it can be incredibly difficult to identify, due to so many having co-evolved to look extremely similar. This concludes today's episode on velvet ants. If you can't get enough of insects for fun or want more, you can find bonus episodes over on the Patreon, which is where people can best support the show. Speaking of which, I have three shoutouts I need to do for this month. A special thank you goes to Tina, Todd, and Kirsty, which are this month's current donors. If you yourself would like to support the show but maybe can't commit to a Patreon, then rating and reviewing the podcast is the next best thing. Links to the Patreon and socials will be in the show notes. And as always, thanks again for listening.